Jeff's, Jeff's Wonderland. And welcome back, everyone. Welcome back, Wonderlanders, for season two. And this, of course, is episode one. I hope you've had a great break. I've had a great break. And, of course, a lot of information has come to light since I last spoke to you. So, anyway, look, before we begin, I want to thank all of you, my listeners from around the world, all you Wonderlanders, for sticking with me so far on the show for whatever reason. Because without you, there would be no Wonderland, and I think that'd be a bit of a shame. Although my therapist would be quite happy, because I'd have to book an extra weekly appointment. So please, look, give it up for yourselves. Come on! All right, that's enough, that's enough. Now, during that last series, I did promise that I'd be bringing a new occasional segment to the Wonderland, didn't I? Yes, I did. And when I say occasional, I mean not necessarily in every episode. Unless, of course, I get enough emails insisting otherwise. So, once again, Wonderlanders, the ball is in your court. But today, for the very first time, I present to you, take it from me. Oh, so life's got you wondering how you're gonna take it. Well, you can take it from me. Take it from me. And welcome to the very first episode of Take It From Me. Now, today on Take It From Me, we're going to look at beer and food and intestines. Well, I mean, obviously, we're not literally looking at those things, on top of which I don't really think anybody out there would really like to look at intestines. But I would like to advise anyone who is thinking of carelessly combining the consumption of beer with certain foods that you may be sailing into shall we say, uncomfortable waters. My own independent research has proven conclusively that beer, once consumed, has a mind of its own, and like a difficult primary school child, does not always play well with others. Now everybody of course is a bit different, and so I'd like to suggest that you carefully put combinations to the test to find out what works for you and what doesn't. In my personal intestinal playground, for example, beer gets on fabulously well with certain foods who turn up before the beer does, with the notable exceptions of onions, sausages or salmon. And once the beer has stopped running around and showing off, it's usually delighted to cosy up to any other foods arriving on the scene later and asking to stay the night. What beer will never tolerate, though, at least in my case, is anything larger than a few peanuts consumed whilst the beer is centre stage. And folks, let me assure you that there is nothing more horrifying than having to deal with an all-out brawl between beer and bar snacks in your stomach whilst the rest of you is trying desperately to bang out a high-energy rendition of Bohemian Rhapsody for an enthusiastic piano bar crowd. Well, you can take it from me. Take it from me. Yes, and I certainly hope you all enjoyed the first episode of Take It From Me. And of course, it can only get better from there. Or worse, depending on your point of view, I suppose. Well, it's probably a good time now for me to briefly reintroduce myself to those of you who might be joining us here on The Wonderland for the first time. My name is Jeff Healy. I'm an Australian musician, songwriter, piano bar entertainer, comedian, coffee enthusiast and doer of things. And The Wonderland is the contents of my head, my thoughts, my theories, my observations, to some extent my opinions, for your dancing pleasure. 
All right, so that's all you need to know, yes. And now we've reached the musical part of the show. That is Song of the Day. Now, today's song is taken from my second last album, Canvas of My Memory, which you can listen to on any of the streaming services or even YouTube. And today we're going to take a quick sneak peek at the title track. So here it is, Canvas of My Memory. Folks, this particular song relates to my memories of my childhood, particularly growing up in a relatively small town in Australia. Uh, I went to a boarding school and I've still got very, very fresh memories of that and just how it felt to be there and how it felt to be that age. Old school tide, blue sky and tired shoes across the village green. Breezes, summer days, and sure that I would always stay at 17. If I close my eyes, I can see it all just the way it used to be. Like a painter writing color to the can. Of my memory. Call me a hopeless romantic if you want, but I've always liked the idea that a life is like a painting, you know, and you paint it as you go along. Although, how you show it to anybody when you finish painting it is anyone's guess, really. But I thought it was a nice idea. We were living high on level 10, spending every weekend in the sun. So yeah, there's a chunk of Jeff's personal history for you. And if you'd like to check out the rest of that song, and in fact any of the albums or other songs I've written, please do do so, please do do so, on Spotify or Google Play or YouTube or Amazon or iTunes. They're all there for your enjoyment. Now, The Wonderland would not be The Wonderland without our next segment. It is historically the most popular segment on the show, and I know you've had to wait for it today, but as they say, whoever they are, good things are always worth hanging around for. And yes, I'm talking about theory time. Yo, you can't know what you can't know. I'm going to tell you what I think I know. And I know what I know. This is what I know. Theory time. And welcome back to the comfy chair of theory time. Now, getting older is an interesting experience. I've actually embraced you know, being older, in much the same way as you embrace that really fat auntie with the moustache who never quite got the hang of personal hygiene. I think, though, we like getting older until we hit our 40s, and then it starts to suck. And the difference between being young and old is, when you're young, you do stuff that you can't talk about. And then when you're old, you talk about stuff that you can't do. But I do like to think that I came to terms with my, if you like, inner geriatric well ahead of time. How do I know this? Well, it's commonly believed that a person's memory starts to go when they hit middle age. Well, I, my friends, am living proof that this is utter nonsense because my memory has been rubbish my entire life. This is a true story that I'm about to tell you, okay? 
When I was 19, I was in some, I don't know, government office. And when I got to the counter, the woman asked me for my name. And I was like, yeah, I had no clue. I just looked around for something to say. And when I finally remembered my name and I said my name, she looked at me as if to say, yeah, right. Okay, so the thing is, you know, it's hard to be young and it's hard to be old. And of course, it's difficult for different reasons. I seem to remember spending a large part of my childhood and teenage years embarrassed about this or that or the other thing. But honestly, I don't now recall what it was I was embarrassed about, which is kind of embarrassing in itself. And then it seems that as you get older, something else starts creeping up on you. And that is the phenomenon of wishing you'd done things differently. And so perhaps life is a journey from embarrassment to regret. Now, continuing on the subject of getting older, one of the main problems with it is that there's an assumption in our society that age invariably brings wisdom. That experience and years mean knowing what things one should avoid and what things one should do and that older, so-called mature people are acting upon that knowledge. I remember my dad used to say, there's no fool like an old fool. Well, on reflection, I think what he actually meant was that there's no fool more obvious to other people than an old fool because grown-ups are supposed to be smart, right? Young people can be stupid because they're young and aren't supposed to know what they're doing. Older people, on the other hand, have had all this experience and therefore are expected to know what they're doing and are not supposed to be stupid and that's why the younger ones are supposed to listen to them. And so the bottom line here is this. What we learn as we get older, whether we realise it or not, consciously, is that all of that is complete nonsense and that one of the most important things we can learn is that most of us will never learn. This is what I know. Yes, that's another edition of Theory Time. And you might notice that the episode is far from over and we're already over 10 minutes. And so I think we might be looking down the barrel today of an episode closer to 15 minutes, but I think that's fine. And we are on a collision course right now with the next most popular part of the show. And of course, I could only be referring to Jeff's Thought of the Day. Welcome to Thought of the Day, which today is kind of connected with what we were talking about just now in theory time. Probably because it's difficult to have a theory and then not have a thought about it afterwards. Difficult if you're me, that is. Anyway, look, I was reading on Facebook recently that the often maligned leader of a particular country deserved to be respected simply because of his position. Now, whilst this program is not going to muddy itself in politics, I merely want to say that respect is earned, that it is not an automatic right, and that the fact that this particular older person has behaved appallingly and earned the ridicule of the majority of the planet's population proves that cleverness, emotional intelligence and being sensible is never a given. And neither, for that matter, is humility. But of course, we have to understand that humility is often really, really hard for older people because of all that unreasonable expectation that they should be somehow infallible and incapable of terrible decisions. You know, it's not enough that you're starting to feel all wobbly and flabby and falling to bits and forgetting your kids' names and so on. You've also got the pressure of having to be ostensibly smarter because you're older. 
You might recall a few episodes ago, I pointed out that everybody is a weirdo in the eyes of everybody else. And in another episode, that absolutely everyone, even rich, famous, successful people, have areas in which they are completely hopeless and talentless. And so now I would like to add this. All of us have done and will continue to do stupid things. And it's got nothing to do with age. It's got nothing to do with experience or lack thereof. It just is part of being a human being. And folks, this is exactly why we should enjoy making fools of ourselves at every opportunity. Because we're going to anyway. It's just a question of how and when. You see, it's my opinion that if we decide ahead of time that we're going to enjoy looking stupid when that moment arrives, then it'll end up being much less painful for all concerned. And so to that end, I would like to see you all give yourselves a break ahead of time for those moments when you screw up, and you will. And I would also like the oath of office for any world leader to include a phrase along the lines of, I hereby solemnly swear that I will sooner or later do something absolutely idiotic. So help me anybody who can mitigate the damage caused by my stupidity. I think, I think it was the thought of the day. Yes, that's it for another thought of the day. And of course, as you know, there are many more thoughts and theories and observations coming your way on future episodes. But it's now time for us to say goodbye. So if you enjoyed today's show, please do hit the subscribe or the like or the thumbs up button in front of you, depending on where you're listening to the podcast. Please drop me a line either to my email, which is jeffhealy at yahoo.com, or my website, which is jeffhealy.com. If you've got any suggestions, any comments, any questions, I'd love to hear from you. And if you happen to be listening on Apple Podcasts, please leave a comment in the comment box. And so until next week, it's farewell from my wonderland. Gotta get back to just wonderland.